spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. everyone this is melinda russell with racing girls rock podcast and today my guest is audrey gerberding audrey and i met a few years ago at the pri show in indianapolis and we had lunch together her and her dad and i and we've developed a friendship over the the course of the last few years and so it's my honor to have audrey on the podcast today so audrey welcome to the show Thank you for having me. So Audrey, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you live, your family, that kind of thing. And then after that, I want to know about your racing story. How'd you get started? Awesome. So I am 14. I live in Rochester, Illinois. I have one brother and um, I have one dog. Her name is Nilla. She is a cute little lab. Um, I play clarinet in my high school band. Um, this year I will actually be a freshman in high school, so excited for that. Whether that happens, how that happens, I'm not sure. Um, we have been living in Rochester for, I believe, 15 years, um, which sounds right. So I love Rochester. It's a great little hometown to be in. Everybody knows everybody. They're all super supportive of everything that everybody does. Um, so it's just a fun town to be in, and I love hanging out with my family, doing stuff like that for school. It, I enjoy being in Rochester. Okay, that's all. And what's the next biggest town close to you? Uh, Springfield. We're like five minutes right out of Springfield. Right, that's what I thought. So kind of yeah. in, the, in the middle of Illinois. So Pretty much. Audrey, how did you get started racing? Why, why is a young girl like you interested in motorsports instead of playing softball or something like probably most of your friends are doing? <laughs> yeah, um, actually I played soccer for a couple of years before I started racing. Um, and my dad had actually had a little bit of history around racing. I'm the first generation actual racer. Um, we went to a quarter midget track and I saw a bright pink race car and decided that I wanted it and that it, they were cool. I actually had a buddy that was selling a couple of theirs. We got, we bought theirs, we raced that car for a couple of years and we figured out that quarter midgets and racing was what we wanted to start with. Um, I've always enjoyed racing. I There's a, some type of thrill that goes with it. I've never been able to place it, whether it's the speed, whether it's the competition, but there's always been some type of thrill, adrenaline, anything that can go with it. Um, and once we raced quarter midgets for, I believe, three years, two, two years, and then we found Outlaw Carts, which is basically a sprint car that is kitty-sized, kind of, 
and it's basically just a go-kart on steroids. And we found the outlaw carts, and for two years, we raced quarter midgets and outlaw carts. Um, then my brother got into quarter midgets, and we went back completely to quarter midgets for him to kind of figure out where he wanted to start. Um, and that was actually the year that we went and did the lap on Indy. We actually, the year that I went, set the record for the most cars on Indy at one time. We were at Indy that year. We went to Eldora that year for the four, count, four crown race and had, uh, I think, a weekend or weekend of racing on the little Eldora track that they raced go-karts on, which was really fun. They also had a couple races out in, like, Arizona or somewhere that we didn't actually go to, but that was the year that USAC did all of their traveling series, and that was definitely a fun year to do stuff, and I'm glad that we went back to quarter midgets that year. Um, I still think of that year as my final year in quarter midgets um, because it was so much fun to go and figure out how they did all that. It was – I enjoyed – for that reasoning, I enjoyed going to the big tracks. I was like, yeah, okay, we get to race, but I'm at a big track. I get to, that was where I enjoyed going to the big track and less of the racing, more the experience. Um, and that's, that's why I enjoyed that year so much. And then we moved into back to Outlaw Carts again. Um, we had our first Outlaw Cart for another year. Um, I had, I believe that was the year that I had championship in that cart, and then we got a newer cart that was a little bit better, a little bit newer, a little bit higher quality, um, and we raced that for, I think, one or two years, and then we found the kids mods, which is what we're in now, and the kids mods are basically just a stepping stone for us. As we, we looked into going straight to like B mods or whatever, and my mom kind of told us no, because I wasn't ready for it yet. And I just, I hadn't been in a big car at all. So when we found the kids mods, they are actually an eight to 16 series. So it's a great series to start kids in. Great to just kind of use as a stepping stone. And it's, it's a full size car. It's getting me ready for whatever we go into next. At least I will be comfortable with how the car handles, where the tracks are, how the tracks work. Um, and a lot of the reasoning that actually Bob Pierce started this series was to learn where the tracks go on and off at, where the scales are at, where, where the stuff is on the track so you're more comfortable with it. And so it's definitely had that gaining factor for me where I realize now that it is going to have helped me in the long run learning where all these tracks are. So we actually got Rookie of the Year and second place last year. And this year we are five races in. I am three for five on feature wins. And so I'm hoping to keep that streak alive, but I don't know whatever is going to happen happens. Right. <clears throat> so... I've um, I've watched you this year, and I've enjoyed seeing you in Victory Lane. That that made me yeah. smile, and 
that's that shows that your hard work in the past has paid off and now you're taking the steps yes. you're not trying to jump too fast too quickly and and you realize what you're able to do and and be successful as you go along instead of beating your head against the wall and and not not enjoying it because it's a struggle so this is much better yeah. i think for you so audrey what tracks do you race at so actually the kids mod series is a traveling series so we stay pretty much around illinois um we run a lot at macon peoria lincoln jacksonville farmer city fairberry peasley um basically just anywhere around central illinois um and that was one of the other reasons we got into this car because locally where we were about the same amount of time from a lot of those tracks that we would be anywhere else so this series was definitely that plus for us as well because of location right and that that's a big deal because Travel is expensive, and you have to figure that in, not just the cost of the car yeah. and the gas and the pit passes and yeah. all that, but, but the travel is expensive too. So if you can stay within a, an hour or two of where you live or around that, that's, that's a benefit of ra that's nice racing thing. that class. Um, where we're at right now, um, my grandparents actually live in Edwardsville. So anytime we go to like Missouri, anytime, we don't have to come all the way home or get a hotel. We can just stop it there and stay the night there. And that's also a bonus is having somebody kind of around that you can stop and say, Hey, I need to spend the night. <laughs> They're like, go for it. There's a bedroom upstairs. Right. So, exactly. Plus and there's, there's always people that are, there's, go ahead. So I enjoy this series. It's, it's definitely fun to be in. And, um, I, it's, I enjoy this because it's so much of a learning curve for everything. And it's so been so much of a help for me to do all of this, that it's so much easier that now once I move into big cars, then I will have this opportunity to understand where stuff is and how it works. Right, exactly. And and so, um, how long do you think you'll race? So you said these this series is till you're 16. Will you stay in this series until correct 16? I don't know exactly. Um, Dad and I have talked about getting an A mod because I think I'd rather go to A mods and then back to B mods if I do go into something bigger. Um, I'd love to go into an A-Mod next year. I'd love to stay in the series next year. I don't, I don't know. It all depends on what this Corona thing brings and how this is all going to work out. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't even know how many more races you're going to get to do. Hopefully yeah. several more, you know, yeah. I said to you earlier, Michigan, we're, we're closed down for racing. So yeah. Our have to go to Indiana which is the closest to race and and that's not even that close that's a couple hours away yeah. um, Audrey what's your favorite thing about being a race car driver that's a hard question um, my favorite thing is probably the interaction that I get with people um, 
I always have found that taking my car to car shows or taking my car behind the stands when we're done racing or whatever it might be, it's getting the interaction with the people that I enjoy the most. I enjoy the adrenaline rush of it, but it's the actual getting to meet the people that are cheering for you and making that connection. Um, I enjoy a lot. When we go to car shows, I will always put kids through my car. I think it just makes it that much closer to the kid where when you go to like some car shows, you can't even touch the car. Or this one, you can climb all over it. You're not going to hurt it. And that's what I've always told people is I enjoy the interaction with people, not necessarily the just me on the track. I would love to go behind the stands every weekend, put kids through my car, pass out hero cards, whatever it might be, um, and get that interaction with the people because that's just what I've found to be the most helpful, I guess, is the right word for that. Um, just making that connection and then when you see somebody, they'll be like, oh, I know you. You came back to the stand. You said hi to me. You let me sit in your car and I like that. So it's, that's what's been fun. Yeah, and you know what? Those are going to be your fans for life, Audrey. The yeah. ones that that you were kind to, that you let sit in the car when you were little, yeah. and even their parents, you know. They're going to be your fans, and they're going to cheer for you when you're out there on the racetrack. So and I, I love hearing had... that. And knowing you, I know that you do love people, and you're not afraid to talk to them. And so that that's right. that's a good piece of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had somebody at a car show I was at last January, um, before I went to my banquet a couple of years ago, I had a couple of girls that their dad raced, but they came over to my car because it was pink. And they came over, they sat in my car, they didn't want to get into it to start with, and we finally got them, like, into the car, and they, they didn't want to get out because I they then once they got out their mom came back over to me later and said thank you so much thank you for helping me put them through this they enjoyed it they loved having us and those people have been my fans ever since right and that's that's what I enjoy is the connection that I make with people to have that mm -hmm. yeah abs absolutely that to me that's the best part of what I do too is meeting young gals like you and making long we're going to be friends forever you know long-term yeah. friendships and that's that's what it's all about for sure so Audrey yeah. are there very many girls that race uh, you know against you and if not well how do the boys treat you um there I'm actually the only girl in my series um the series that I'm in we only have a couple of cars at the moment and the rest of them are boys and they have always been like especially last year I had a couple of kids the other kids that I was racing with, we actually raced with back in quarter midget. And so we've had that friendship for a while. So when the helmet's off, we're great and friendly. But as soon as the helmet's on, it clicks and it switches. There is no, it's one man for himself once that helmet's off. And I've always found that they're a little bit like hesitant to do stuff at the beginning. But then once you like become friends with them and realize that you can have a conversation with them and it it becomes a lot easier for them to communicate and like handle the situation um 
there's a couple, the kid that's below me in points right now, I treat, I feel like he's a brother. I mean, as soon as the helmet's on, it's completely different. But it's, it's the same general, we're friends right up until we're not. And that's, that's how it happened. And I think it's, they definitely are very cautious to start with, but then once the, once it happens, then it, then it flips and they realize that there's, I'm not going to bite. Yeah. Well, number one, the fact that you, you know, you're doing well and you're beating them this year, but you know, um, once they know that you're, you're just another race car driver, just like they are, it doesn't matter that you're a girl, you love the same things they love. You want to do the same things they do. And they can find out that guys and gals can be great friends without having any kind of romance involved. And, and that's a good thing at the track. That's a healthy relationship for you to have with all those kids. So, and I've, I've always said it, the car doesn't know any different. The car could be bright pink and the car could be bright blue. It doesn't know what color it is. It doesn't know who's driving it. It just knows that it's going left and turning circles. It doesn't know any better. Exactly. And I've, I've always stood by that and people have always asked me, well, how do you deal with it? The car doesn't know. I don't care. Yeah. We're all the same at the end of the day. Exactly. So have you, what's, what's your favorite track to race at? Hmm. My favorite track. Probably to race at that I have raced at is probably. Hmm, Peoria. Okay. I enjoy Peoria because I enjoy little rinky dinky tracks like that, that have a lot of banking. Um, that's probably my favorite track to race at. So what's your favorite track to go watch a race? Probably, I don't know. Have you been to Um, Daytona or Chicagoland, any of the big I have not been to Daytona. I was at, I've been to Chicagoland, I've been to Gateway at St. Louis. Um, There's been a couple other tracks like that. Probably my favorite dirt track to go race at is probably Spoon River because of the way that those cars handle around there, especially like the big super late models. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching those big cars race just for the fun of it and watching people flinch when they get dirt in their face. So that's funny you mentioned Spoon River because Audrey, you knew you know my son raced years and years ago and when he first started racing, we lived in Illinois. We lived near Macomb, Illinois, and that's where he started racing was in Macomb. But he went to Spoon River a couple of different times to race, and I actually have been to that track, and my son raced there. So that's kind of interesting that you mentioned that track. Yeah. I had forgotten about Spoon River, but but that's kind of cool. So what's your- I haven't been to Spoon River. It's mm-hmm. probably been at least three years. Okay. So what's your goal for racing? What, what do you want to do down the road? Do you want to stay in it? Do you want to, you know, what's, what's your, you know, what do you like I, to do besides racing? Are you going to have a career that involves motorsports or what are you thinking? I would absolutely love to be in a driver's seat for the rest of my life. I know that that is probably not going to happen. But as long as I am around racing with some type of career, engineering, motorsports, something 
around racing, I am completely content with that. I, I would love to be in a driver's seat, but I know it's probably not going to happen. So for as long as I can stay around racing, I will. And if I make a career to career out of that, great. That'd be even better. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's so many opportunities and I know you've been around me enough to know we've talked about this before. There's so many opportunities to be involved in motorsports in some way and not be the famous driver. You can still drive and race at your local tracks or wherever you want to go, even if you're not on the NASCAR circuit or whatever. But there's so many other amazing opportunities to be involved in motorsports. Like I can see you being in promotions or something someday yeah. or being, being on the grid and interviewing people because yeah. I, can just, I can just see that that would be something that you would enjoy doing. Yeah. So what are some other things that you enjoy that might involve motorsports besides driving? I enjoy, I'm a very, very hands-on person. I would love to be in a shop doing something. Um, and that's what I've always said is I would love to be in an engineering something to be around racing. And whether that's being a tire changer or whether that's putting body panels on a car during the week, I don't care. As long as I'm in the shop, I can, I would love to be in that position, but I'm okay with, I'm pretty good at marketing and I'm, I'm okay with some of the interviewing stuff. And that's all stuff that I could always get better at, but I'm willing to learn and make that happen if that's going to put me around racing I am okay learning how to do that yeah because <clears throat> you're only how old are you now 13 how old are you Audrey 14 yep 14, yeah 14 so you're only 14 so, years old and think of all the 14. years you got ahead of you to learn all of that and and get better at all the things that you want to do. So you've got a long, a long time ahead of you yeah. to master whatever you want to do. So I want to ask you about your parents. Yeah. Does your mom, does your mom ever get nervous or worried when you're driving or your dad, or are they pretty calm? To begin with, they were both pretty nervous about it, but I think now that they've been around it so much there's still moments that it's like oh there's a wreck or oh there's something that happened but at this point they know that everything's gonna be okay and I'm the type of driver that I'm very aware of what's going on so at this point I don't think they're nervous very much at all but that's only because they've been around it long enough that it has been put in their brain that everything will be okay and that I will be okay like when we first started quarter mid quarter midgets and stuff my mom was always the first one to check my safety you're always the first one to check that the car was safe that's and that's always how it's been but that has gotten better as it has gone on because they've been around it enough to learn that I'm okay and not going to kill myself <laughs> or get hurt or, or do get hurt or whatever it is right 
And you're not going to do anything dumb to get yourself in a situation that's going right. to hurt if you can if you can help it. That's for sure. So Audrey, right? I know that you love going to PRI. Yeah. What? If I if it happens, go ahead. Yes. You I love, do love going, PRI. You love going to PRI. What is it about going to? And then for those people who don't know what that is. Performance Racing Industries, the trade show in Indianapolis. Always, I believe it's always the first or second weekend in December. What is it about going yep. there that you enjoy? I enjoy going to PRI for many reasons. Um, there, I have met so many amazing people through PRI, like, I met you through PRI, and that was one of probably the best decisions, connections that I've made in a long time. I've met so many amazing people that have gotten me so much farther because I've gone, and everybody always tells me, oh, you're gonna miss school, oh, you're gonna miss school. Well, yeah, I'm gonna miss school, but this is where I'm going with my life, so at some point, I'm going to learn stuff here that I wouldn't in school, and yeah, that's going to happen, but I enjoy going to PRI a lot for, I get to meet new people, I get to make new connections, um, like, last year at PRI, I took some products from one of my sponsors to PRI, and I got some stuff from a different company out of PRI, because I went back to them and I said thank you and that's what I've always said is people have always asked me is how do you get so many great sponsors it's because I go back and thank them and make them feel like they've gotten something and that's what I've done at PRI and that's what I plan to keep doing at PRI is making those connections which I think is going to be good for me in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And I do remember the first time I met you, of course, that was three or four years ago now. And you said one of the things you enjoyed the most was that it was something that you and your dad mm -hmm. always got to do. Now, last year, your mom had to step in and, and bring okay. you, but um, it's something you get to do with your parent, a parent yeah. or both, that um, that's special. And it's a special weekend. And so... Um, I'm not going to have a booth there this year, but I am going to be there. So we'll, um, we'll see each other there yeah. this year. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I've made so many amazing connections through PRI. It's, it's just been great to have that opportunity to be able to go to PRI. Um, like last year, my mom had to step in and go because my dad had some training for his junior stuff, but I've always had the opportunity to go or find some way to get there because somebody's going. And I think that that has been very helpful to me in making connections, in helping me make decisions about how to do something or whatever it might be. You go and you think back and you're like, okay, that person did that and that worked well. And so that's how I'm gonna do that. And that's how PRI has always helped me. Right, plus they have good um, classes or sessions, whatever you yeah. want to call them. And I know you attend those. And so that that's always the thing that is yeah. also good at PRI for people is that you can attend different sessions on things that you're interested in and you can always learn yeah. 
learn more. So Audrey, um, they have so many great seminars and all yeah. the great seminars and everything. Like I've gone to the women in motorsports seminar for four or five years that I've gone and it has helped me learn so much more. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So Audrey, I've asked you a lot of questions. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you want to share either about yourself or your car? Do you want to tell, talk about your sponsors or sure. anything, anything that I haven't asked you about? Um, so this year we have actually gained a couple new sponsors. This year we added Cozy Dog, Co Cozy Dog Drive-In, um, Beginning Steps. We added Shift Up Now this year because I got into their ambassador program this year. Mm -hmm. Um, we added, who else did we add? I'm trying to think. Who else did we add? Um, we added, oh, we added our new hooker harnesses. Um, our new hooker harness belts are amazing. They are bright pink, so they go with everything. Um, we put SPA Technique on there for our fire suppression. Uh, who else did we add? I'm trying to think. You have what I can see on the picture, Piggy Bank Pond. Yep, Piggy Bank, um, Lake Springfield Marina, Amsoil, Impact. Who else? I'm trying to think. That's a lot of sponsors for a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. It is. And we actually added this year, we took our car um, kind of to a, a different theme this year because we added Cozy Dog Drive-In and we added Motorhead. They're all based on Route 66 stuff. And so as we were thinking about it, we just decided that we're going to create a wrap for our design for our car that is completely Route 66 So I got all the maps, everything that Bob Waldmeyer drew for Route 66. I have access to all of that through Cozy Dog. And so we've taken our car and made it completely Route 66 which is super cool. That's very cool. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. So Audrey, I am so proud of you. I just want you to know You've done so well this Thank year. I see you growing up in front of my eyes and I see you getting more mature and I see that your driving is getting better and better all the time too. So I'm, I'm proud to call you my friend, you and your family. And, you know, I'm, I'm always a big supporter of you. So um, I want to thank you yes. for taking time today to be on the podcast. Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to share or say? Not that I know of. Okay. I think that's it. All right. Well, we've covered a lot today about you and your... We've got it all covered. Yeah, we've got it all covered. That's right. So, all right then. Well, I'm just going to thank you again for being on, and I'm going to be watching you the rest of the season. And gosh, I hope I can get to see you race one of these days. If, if the COVID and all that gets straightened around, we're going to have to come to the track that's closer towards Michigan and I'll come and watch a race. Yes. How's that? Yep. That would be great. All right, Audrey, thank you. Awesome. Spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren 
In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. We go. 